Hey, what's up, guys? Hope you're having an amazing day, and thanks for tuning back to NBA Y. So, probably most of you know that on January the 26th of 2020, a tragedy struck the basketball, well, not even the basketball, the whole world itself. We received a note, or we received information at, at the evening that... Kobe Bryant, the basketball Laker legend, passed away in a helicopter crash with with his daughter, uh, Gianna, who was 13 years old. Kobe was 41, and he also passed away with seven other people, including their pilot, an assistant, and a complete family, father, mother, and daughter, which is pretty sad news for any fan, whether you like or hate the Lakers, where you like or hate Kobe, where you think that Jordan is better than Kobe, whether you think Kobe is better than Jordan or LeBron. It, it, it doesn't matter. Basically, this is a tragedy that most of NBA players or NBA fans can relate to or can, uh, can get hurt by this tragedy since most of the people probably listening to this have watched Kobe before or know about him. So, yeah, to remember his life, his legacy, his career, I'm going to do an episode on why I think, uh, personal opinion, why I think Kobe Bryant is the best Laker and best player of all time. So, I want to start by giving basic information. I'm going to start by, uh, I'm going to divide this into about three or two topics. The first one would be uh, achievements, uh, basic uh, knowledge about him second would be career stats and and third would be championship years so i'm going to explain every championship year so uh, kobe bryant was drafted 13th pick on the first round uh, by the charlotte hornets in 1996 then traded to Los Angeles before even playing a game for the Hornets. So his first game was played as a Laker. He, his career achievements include five NBA championships, 18-time. He was an 18-time All-Star. He was also a two-time Olympic gold medalist. He was a shooting guard for the Lakers. He, has four, he was a four-time NBA All-Star game MVP. He won an MVP in 2008. He wore both number eight and number 24, and both of those numbers are retired by the Lakers. He is an 11-time All-NBA first team. He won an NBA slam dunk contest in 1997, a year after, a year after he was drafted. He played 20 years for the, one of the best franchises or best, uh, most, more known or with most history franchises in the NBA, uh, the Lakers. He was a six feet, uh, six foot six, or one point ninety eight meters, uh, uh, tall. He weighed about two hundred and twelve pounds or ninety six kilograms. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, those those he won also the championships were won. He won five NBA championships, one in the year two thousand, two thousand one, two thousand two, two thousand nine, and the last one in two thousand ten. So most of you remember the the first three years with the three peat with Shaq, and the later ones were um, uh, him with Paul Gasol, 
Metal World Peace, Ron Artest, Dirk Fisher, uh, Legendary Lakers. Yeah, he scored about 33,643 career points. He also uh, had 747 rebounds, 7,047 rebounds. Uh, He also had 6,306 assists. In total in his entire career. And for his career averaged 25 points. 5.2 rebounds. And 4.7 assists. Uh, which is good. Points were definitely higher. Which were. Uh, those are good stats. Considering that he had uh, 20 years playing the league. So in total he averaged 25 points. Um, So yeah. Those are basically their career stats. Or uh, what I'm going to go more into detail. Are going to be their championships because these basically not not that the championships define that he is a is a uh, the goat or the best player of all time, but the the way he did it or what uh, what how he did it is what I think uh, uh, marks him as the greatest player of all time. So in his first championship in that season, he averaged twenty two point five points. He had a field goal percentage of 47, a three-point percentage of 32, free throw percentage of 82, rebounds. He averaged 6.3 rebounds and five assists, uh, which uh, it's pretty good for a player who has been in the year by that time only four years. So averaging 22.5 points and making it to the finals and hopefully, well, not hopefully, but actually won an NBA title. So that's impressive, uh, along with Shaquille O'Neal. And, and that's uh, basically the start or the yes, uh, the beginning of his uh, amazing or transcending career. And in 2001, he um, leveled up, up to a different kind of level. He averaged 28.5 points. So almost, well, not almost, but six, uh, six points more than last year. He had a field goal of 46.4, a little bit lower than last year. He had a three-point percentage of 3.5, 30.5, uh, which is, uh, I can see why it decreased over the years because it started decreasing over the years. And that's because when you have guys like Shaquille O'Neal um, near the rim, you basically don't shoot threes or I wouldn't. Because if I, if I were Kobe, I would still obviously shoot threes, but very little. So Kobe got 30.5 uh, three-point percentage. And that's basically because he only shot uh, uh, some, like little shots or not many shots. And most of them, he made them. So that's why he has a pretty good, well, not the greatest, but good amount of three-point for uh, a three-point percentage for a guy who has a guy like uh, or a prospect like Shaquille O'Neal in his team because Shaquille O'Neal we have to remember that Shaq was an amazing rebounder amazing finisher he had to he basically transcended what contact was in the NBA in those years as as he's in uh, he also said in his own words that the NBA the NBA right now was becoming soft so he was pretty strong, pretty big, uh, yeah, pretty big seven footer who can catch good rebounds and basically pl- throw people under the rim so he can dunk over them. So when you have a guy like 
shacking your team. Kobe would mo- uh, go for more than more alley oops than for three pointers, which I understand. And also in the next season, he decreased a little bit of more points. Also, com- uh, also I think it makes sense considering that Shaq also scored really good points in that season. So Kobe scored 25.2 points. He had a field goal percentage of 47, three-point percentage of 25, free throw percentage of 83. Rebounds, he had 5.5 rebounds and assists, 5.5 assists. So from last season to this season, uh, it looks like a pretty big change. He decreased in three-point percentage about 5.5%. Uh, so as I already mentioned, it makes sense for me at least uh, when you have a guy like Shaq, as I already mentioned, uh, it's pretty easy to throw alley oops instead of shooting threes. So I understand that. And the other two NBA finals or titles that he won, the 2009-2010, he averaged 27 on both of them, 27 points. Uh, he had about on the on 2009 a field goal percentage of 47 and on 2010 of 46 which is good. His three-point percentage, uh, as you can see, goes a little bit higher. So it's the highest uh, three-pointer, the three-point percentage that he's gotten was in 2009 with a, in, the, in the finals with a 35.1 percentage. Uh, that's good. Amazing, I would say, when you have guys also like Shaq, but not that powerful because Shaq was not, no longer playing for the Lakers. And... He had instead of Shaq, Paul Gasol, which is a pretty good prospect also. But um, Paul Gasol was not as uh, good as a contact finisher, in my opinion, as Shaq. Uh, Shaq was definitely stronger and more powerful than Paul Gasol. So it makes sense that his three-point percentage went a little bit higher. But he he had also guys like uh, Derek Fisher who can shoot the three-ball runner test. Well, Ronald Turks cannot shoot the three ball, but he can get a good mid-range. But Derek Fisher is basically the shooter, or was the shooter in that year, uh, in those years. And in the 2010 NBA Finals, or NBA when he won the, the title, he had a 32.9, basically 33-point percentage. He had a 33-point percentage. A free throw percentage uh, in 2009 was higher. He had a 36 free throw percentage. And an 81 free throw percentage. So now that I mentioned basically his career stats during those years that he won the titles, I want to get into the interesting part. So if you're still watching, you, you're you with good luck because this is a good time to stay tuned. So uh, he had one remarkable, really extraordinary 81-point game against the Toronto Raptors. So everybody, everybody in the league can remember that 81-point game. That's part of his legacy that will never leave the league. 81 points in one single game. The only person who has ever come close or over that, well, close was Devin Booker. He scored two times. I think it was two times. uh, Over 70 points, 70, 72 points, 71 maybe. Um, and obviously the record, uh, the record one, the the one that has the record basically Will Chamberlain, and playing for the Warriors at that time, the Philadelphia Warriors, I think, he uh, got a game with a hundred points, so a hundred points, still a pretty impressive record, 
Don't think anyone, anyone ever would beat that. But Kobe got the closest of um uh, of of all of the players that ever tried to reach that goal by having an 81-point game. So he was 19 away from breaking or tying Will Chamberlain's record. So that's impressive. I, I enjoyed that game. Uh, as of today, uh, January the 29th, uh, co uh, I had, well, I received information that they're going to air that game again. Uh, by I think ESPN or Spectrum Sportsnet. I'm not really sure. Uh, I think uh, Spectrum Sportnet uh, Sportsnet is the one that's going to transmit it, but I'm not really sure. They're going to uh, air the 81 point game, so stay tuned. So maybe you can watch it. And he got six, six 60 point games, including his last game. So everybody remembers his last game against the Utah Jazz on July the 13th, 2016. He scored 60 points against them. He also had 26 50-point games and 134 40-point games. So, he, as I already mentioned, in my opinion, is the greatest of all time. Kobe Bryant will never, never be surpassed or, in my opinion, Someone would never be better than Kobe Bryant. He definitely left a, left a legacy in the league. And he definitely deserved all the titles that he won and more. He should have won more MVPs. Um, but um, it, is how, it is what it is. Sometimes life is too short. So uh, let's do what Kobe would want to. Keep moving. Uh, remembering his cool memories or his... Really fun games that we used to watch when we were younger. His 81-point game, remarkable. 60-point last game, remarkable. So Kobe Bryant will never be dead. We, we as NBA fans, still should still remember him many years from now. And should obviously talk to him about it. To, uh, talk to him to our children. Tell him who, who Kobe Bryant was and the legacy that he left. Since they're not going to be there to presence him. And... Yeah, so prayers up for the Bryant family, uh, Vanessa, her three beautiful daughters that are, are still with her mother, to all the people involved in the plane in the helicopter crash. Uh, prayers up for them. We we're still with you. The NBA the NBA family is still with you, especially the Lakers family is still with you. So yeah, that's going to be it for this episode. Hope you enjoyed. And see you next time.